Marhaba, and welcome to the Matrix Greenfield, where real people connect. Hello and welcome back to the Matrix Greenpool podcast. I'm Hilmarie Hutchison, and today I am so excited to welcome a remarkable guest who is making a significant impact in the UAE, Nikki Mapuras Haider. Nikki is the founder of NMH, a community dedicated to supporting women who rejoin the workforce after a career break. Nikki's journey is a testament to the importance of empowering women. But before I give away too much, let's hear from Nikki herself and learn how she's changing the landscape for women in the workforce. Nikki, welcome and thank you so much for joining me today. Hi, thank you so much. I appreciate you having me on. So to start off, could you please tell us a bit about yourself and your background? So first and foremost, I am a mother of two beautiful children. They are both under two years old, so it's certainly a handful. I am also a working mother. I work in a large corporate environment in a consultancy here in Dubai. And I now run my own business, NMH, while supporting my husband, who's also started his own business in a financial services recruitment company. So a lot going on. Dubai is certainly home for us for the time being. And um, that's me in a nutshell. Fantastic. Well, you have a lot on your plate. My goodness. So before Dubai, where did you grow up and then how long have you been in Dubai? My parents are originally from Cyprus. I am one of four daughters. So my mother and father had a handful of daughters on their hands. From a very early age, we were a little team and we lived in uh, Sussex on the south coast of England. And that's where I was uh, born and brought up family had a family run business. So from a very early age, we were taught to get stuck in and wear several different hats. And that team environment was always uh, something that was present, whether it was at the dinner table or whether it was helping mom and dad out in the hotel business that they had. And I carried that right through to going to school where I met my husband. Some people were lucky say we were lucky to meet each other at such a young age of 15, but I say I was trapped at an early age. And we rose through to university and I then started my career in London. So I had a a short stint in recruitment and then I had a fantastic job as the events and marketing manager at the Naval and Military Club in St. James's Square in London. And that is really where my career started and I grew as an individual. I had insights into the most fantastic, phenomenal, flamboyant military events, black tie dinners for royal families, dignitaries, etc. And um, I really loved my time there. I spent five years there. And my husband then got a job out in Dubai and I came. I guess that's where my journey started. I lost a bit of my identity as I came out to Dubai and had to start all over again. Seven years later, here I am, sat talking to you, having found my professional career and having launched my own business, NMH, at the beginning of this year. Wow, what a remarkable history you've had. Some fantastic experiences along the way. As you say, those early childhood experiences working with a family business, working together as a team would have taught you a lot of excellent life lessons as well. So let's talk a little bit about your personal journey and what inspired you to create NMH. You know, my husband certainly for years have have molded this idea of starting their own business in their head and have had all these lovely ideas of how they will run their business. Mine came to me completely out of the blue and unplanned. And it really grew from a pain point. So I had my eldest son, Achilles, during COVID, which was a strange time for us all. I never, ever thought that I would have a child during a lockdown environment where family couldn't be with us and uh, restrictions were in place, but we did. And it was a wonderful experience. I then wanted to return back into the 
corporate world. And I had to return remotely. So first of all, that is a bizarre scenario to deal with. It was the norm at the time, but it wasn't what I had always thought it would be. And I sort of plodded along back into my corporate role. And uh, I then very quickly fell pregnant with my second pregnancy. And I sadly lost that child. And I think that was my green pill moment, if you like. What on earth am I doing? I found myself a week later after having had surgery and lost this child back in the office. Now I look back at that, it's absolutely crazy. I should not have done that. But that's what I needed to do at the time and what I thought was expected of me at the time. And I just looked around and I thought, this is not normal. This I don't have anyone to connect with. I don't have anyone in the corporate world that I can have a educated conversation with. I didn't want to speak to other mothers at yoga lessons or in a different environment. That wasn't me and that's not what I needed at the time. So I started looking around for different platforms and there was not one that I could find that answered all the questions I had. And I thought to myself, there literally must be millions of women thinking the same as me. I can't be that different. I then fell pregnant with my second child, Sophia. I returned back to the corporate world, had a wonderful year of maternity. And all the questions I had asked prior to having her, I had no answers for having gone back into the corporate world. So I thought, right, we need to fix this. I need to find my people, so to speak. I need to find people that I can have career conversations with. And I don't want to be having with my friends, so to speak. And I just couldn't find it. So I thought, right, I need to kind of build something here. And that literally out of my own pain point, that's where NMH grew from. Well, first of all, condolences on the loss of your baby. And thank you for sharing that personal story with us. I can imagine that would have been a really difficult time for you. I also love that you saw a problem, experienced the problem, faced an issue and decided to create the solution that you could not find. So that's uh, absolutely brilliant. What would you say are some of the common challenges women face when trying to re-enter the workforce after having taken a break? I think it's important to mention that a break can come in different shapes and formats. So my break was in the shape of maternity, but it can be a move to a different country, which so many of us do out here to the Middle East. It can be that you've stepped away to look after a sick loved family member. It could just be a career break. So it can come in different shapes and formats. Mine was maternity and a lot of women that I speak to obviously resonate with that. And the issues I had tend to be a lot of the issues that that women are faced with. So number one would be confidence. You take a a natural hit of confidence because you've stepped out of such a fast moving environment and you're projecting yourself into a whole new world of uh, whatever that career break may look like. You naturally lose your stride a little bit. You lose your confidence. So getting your confidence back is something that that we all suffer with. Exclusion would be another one. I think you come back in and you're kind of your own little group. Again, whatever label that may have, you have been excluded from the work environment for that amount of time that you have stepped out. I speak to women that have stepped out for a few weeks. I've stepped, a few women have stepped out for 10, 15 years and have raised their children and now going back into the corporate world because they have not been part of something that they were. They now have this exclusion feel. A large, important one to certainly mention is disconnection and positioning. So when you do come back into your working environment, what are you? Who are you? What is your title? You're different to what you stepped out as. And when you did step out, you have completely upskilled your own skill set. You have come back as a completely different person. Trying to marry that up with the person who it was when you left is very difficult to get your head around. So positioning and disconnection is some women feel that is a real challenge when coming back into the workforce. 
several different reasons why people might have taken that break and then some of the challenges they face when coming back. What are some of the specific services or resources that NMH provides to help women to successfully return to work? Everyone needs something different. Some people can transition back into the workforce in in their own style. Others need to reach out to a different avenue. So what we provide at NMH, we can do one-to-one coaching with me directly or we bring in specific specialized coaches. So whether that be uh, a topic such as self-confidence or public speaking, every different topic we can cover. So we hold one-to-one sessions. We also hold group workshops and cover different topics that women want to tackle um, moving back into the workforce. I touched on it briefly. So upskilling, when you go back into work, what does your CV look like? Some women haven't touched their CV in five years. Some haven't touched it in a year. But like I said before, things have changed so drastically within that time frame that you stepped out of the corporate world. It's so important to reflect that on your CV. So we really help women sit down and strip, strip it back and try and build back onto what their skill set is and what their value is. And a lot of them say, well, I haven't done anything in that year. Well, you have. You've raised a child or you've you know changed careers. So there are so many things that you can extract from that. And we sit down with them and we hold individual workshop situations where we go through your CV and kind of retrain you to go back into the corporate world. We also are introducing retreats. So we do all of this on a small scale, but also do it on a large scale. We go away to some phenomenal locations and we do a whole week worth or a five-day or a three-day course. And we run through these on a, several different topics in a particular location and, and we do activities in between sort of team building um, bits and pieces. And the last one I'll cover is um, networking. Like I said before, I really felt fairly alone when I went back into the corporate world and I just wanted to find what I call my people and I just couldn't find them. I didn't want to talk to my friends. I didn't want to talk to my mum friends. There was a gap and I just couldn't find them. So networking events, we often hold paneled events where we bring in expert speakers from leading HR people in the industry to finance advisories, to entrepreneurs who set up their own business and just taking inspiration from them and learning how they've crafted their own journey, being a female and coming back into work or creating their own company. And then we also hold sort of like fireside chats, more intimate, topical smaller groups where we challenge each other on topics that we want to have those conversations on. So really an array of services, but that's what we're doing at the moment. And lastly, what we have just started to introduce is being going into big corporates and advising them on a whole array of different topics, everything I've spoken to you about now. And we even stretched to, we had one corporate that asked us to come in and try and train their trainers, train their medium to mid-level management up to high-level management on returnships and how to get this rich pool talent of women out there that have had a career break back into the corporates because they are valuable, valuable people that are just not being used or utilized in the correct manner. So getting them back into the corporate world with these internships and working with these corporates, what we've tried to tailor is is a partnership, as a relationship. Small things like, what do I wear to an interview? How do I hold myself? What questions should I be asking? So refresher tips, but also not just for the candidates, the women that we're speaking to, but also educating the corporates as well and how to marry up and utilize the talent that, that's just not being utilized to its absolute maximum. Well, so you certainly have a wide range of um, solutions that you are offering. You mentioned going into the corporates. Do you see a shift in the corporate world's attitude and policies towards women returning to work after a break? 
I really think we have. I think it's uh, an ongoing subject, right? Change will always come from the top right down to the bottom. But what has facilitated this and helped us is COVID. If we try and take a positive out of the negative, COVID has shown not only the individuals and us normal folks at home, but also the corporates that, or any working environment, that we don't have to be present in your office. We don't have to work to the old norms. We have created, COVID has created new norms. So these corporates have had to flex, have had to change, have had to mould into the new norm. And things such as willingness to to diversify, adding these returnships in, understanding and re-educating the corporates. There is such a rich pool talent out there. has kind of shifted things a little bit. We have got a way to go. I'm not going to lie. We're in an environment here, certainly in Dubai, the government is really pushing for female numbers at the middle management and top management over the next few years. So that drive from a government perspective certainly trickles down into the corporates and they have to facilitate change. And that change is just re-education and putting all these different measures in to entice and to retain also the women in that corporate. Because if you're not offering flexibility, if you're not offering a returnship program, et cetera, et cetera, I bet you your competitor will be. So it's a forced change, but it's also a, a natural change that's happening from the times that we're living at the moment. It's a really positive change and really good to hear that there is that positive change. You mentioned that you started NMH earlier this year. What has the response been? Everything happens for a reason. I'm a true believer on that. And like I said, I hadn't planned NMH to be what it is. And it's just a snowball effect. I think as soon as one person speaks out with the right message and with solutions and energy to offer to others, which is what I'm trying to do, I'm just shocked how many people have resonated. And it shouldn't be a shock because there's so many hardworking parents, mothers, fathers, you know, whatever shape or form that is in. There are so many of us out there that can do everything because we're all wonderful. I just think the response has been overwhelming. And I think that you said, you know, we offer a really diverse amount of services that's literally come from natural demand. So we don't stop there. But equally, I want to give quality to those different services that we offer. I didn't expect a corporate angle for corporates to be inviting us in to speaking to their managers to try and re-educate or add to the education of what they have and to mold their teams. We have, you know, teams growing such as uh, employee engagement teams and things like that that have really come into their own over the last few years. And I think that's the umbrella it falls under. And corporates are looking for externals to come in and try and, like I said, retain their talent they have, but also entice the talent that's out there. So I think NMH has come into its own. It's really fast paced and it's evolving every day, but it's a a wonderful journey to be on. Congratulations on having done so well in such a short period of time. As you say, that's certainly validation that there was a need for this type of solution. Could you maybe share some success stories or examples of women who have benefited from NMH and have gone on to achieve their career goals? I had a really interesting conversation very early on in my NMH career with a very senior lady in the financial world. And I knew of her and uh, she wanted to meet with me once she heard what NMH had to offer. And I thought, what on earth does she need my help for? And I sat down with her and I had all these sort of preconceived ideas and notions on where where she wanted help, et cetera, et cetera. And I sat down and at the end of the day, it was just a mother talking to another mother. It was someone that had concerns or was asking for guidance. And that was exactly me a few months before her. So I, so could, I could absolutely relate on everything she was asking for. And she was in a particularly interesting position. She had gone off on maternity 
maternity leave and had come back into the company and had to, the company had been bought out by another company whilst she was on maternity. So she was effectively re-interviewing for her very senior role when coming back. And she said, prior to leaving and taking this career break, I could interview and I would public speak in front of hundreds of team members because she had such a senior role. But coming back after maternity, she said something changed and I just could not stand up in front of a panel of men and women, my skill set to them and re-interview for the role that I had so much confidence in prior to me going on maternity. And I just cannot understand that switch. And I know there's something missing. I just can't fix it. Again, so relatable. I just knew that we could definitely partner together and, and work with her. So we did over time and what we thought was a, a confidence issue turned into a public speaking issue, turned into her identifying the skill set that she had actually grown on whilst being a mother. Time management, stress, pressure, fast movements, these are all things she had encountered before. But now she was encountering them having had done that for a full-time role with children. A really unique opportunity to work with a fantastic woman. And she's now gone back in and she's moving and shaking in all different directions and doing fantastic things in her new role and actually taking a more senior role. And now she gives back. So I actually bring her in to talk on paneled events and she shares her story with other women out there and really just, you know, is a fantastic mentor. And I think, again, mentorship is so important in this world. And she's not forgotten that. So there's upward management, there's downwards management, and in between there's mentors. And I think she's a phenomenal success story that we've had and continue to work with today. What a remarkable experience. Thank you for sharing her story with us. What advice would you give to women who are considering re-entering the workforce after a career break? Again, I think upskilling. So that, again, can mean different things. So you can literally try and learn new skills. It's something simple as going on a cookery class or going into something really detailed and learning how to do something extremely technical linked to your corporate world. It can mean a whole array of things. But if you're just willing to learn, and I know that's very difficult and different circumstances while you're stepping out of your corporate role, but if you're willing to just learn a new skill, whilst you're taking that career break, you will learn something from that and you'll add value back into that company. So adding value by upskilling is something that's really important. I think you should definitely be your number one thing. You think you haven't physically learned a skill and you haven't gone to a course or you haven't learned anything new. You recognizing that you do add value, even if you haven't gone to these classes. That's the second point that you need to really own and understand and project when you're coming back into the corporate world because you have definitely upskilled yourself while stepping out. Number three is talk to people that are in the same position as you or are thinking along the same lines as you. So for me, I couldn't find that. I created my own community, which is now NMH. But from that, I now understand that there were other women out there. I was not looking in the right direction. So I would try and lean upon friends. I would try and lean upon parents of children at the same school as mine. There, I just couldn't align. So if I could have found my people a little bit sooner and understood their pain points, I think that would have helped. So that would be number three. And I think number four is just be really open-minded. Surround yourself with people that you would want to work with. Again, that can be from the lady in your local shop to the CEO of a company. But if you get on with that person and you understand that person, try and learn from them and they can certainly learn from you. Try and understand how they have positioned themselves. So if it happens to be a female that's gone back into the corporate world, understand their journey. Try and understand what they did to get the steps back into that corporate role. So they would be my first points to try and understand on a lower level of how you get back into the corporate world. I think those are some excellent tips for our audience. 
Now we've come to the segment of our show where I'll ask you some rapid-fire questions, our version of a game show. Are you ready? Okay, go for it. Coffee or tea? Tea. What's your go-to productivity hack? Playing paddle to get my aggression out so that I can clear my head and focus. Telephone, text, or email? Telephone. What is one thing you do every day, no matter how busy you get? Take my children to school. And that has to be in the routine. So you like your routine? I do, but I think that presence every morning is good for probably more my mental well-being and selfishly me than theirs. But for me, that works out well. It gives you that one-on-one time with them as well while you're taking them. It does. And I think that car journey, they ask the silliest questions and I would just miss out on those. So they're quite fun. Thank you for playing along. That was the end of the game show. It wasn't too hard. Now, before we wrap up, I would like to ask you about your green pool moment. I know we did touch on a green pool moment earlier. Could you please share an inspiring or life-changing experience that you have gone through your green pool moment? Yeah, I can remember it vividly. I returned back to work the first day after having my second child, first day being back into a physical office after COVID, and I returned to my old desk. And I looked to my left and there had been a huge influx of new team members. I think the team had almost tripled in size since I'd left. I looked to my right and it was all my old colleagues. And I looked at my old desk and my position I was physically sat in and I thought, where do I belong? I have no title. I know who I am, but I don't know who I am. I know who I am outside of work, but who on earth am I in work? And that moment I will remember forever because I just had no answers, no answers. And I just felt so lost and I just had no label. And that really bothered me. Because I'm a labels person in the sense that I like organization and I like to know structure. And and because I couldn't fix that, I just felt lost and that disconnect feeling. I never want to feel it. And I hope I can help other women never feel that disconnection. So that would be my green pill moment. And I thought, right, this needs to be fixed. And I think I can do it. And I'm trying. Excellent. And I love how that green pull moment then led you to creating the solution that so many people can benefit from. Thank you so much for sharing your incredible and inspiring story with us today. I am so sure that many aspiring entrepreneurs and women returning to the workforce will be greatly inspired by your journey and the invaluable advice you've given us today. Your experiences and insights are sure to resonate with many and we're grateful for your time and wisdom. Before we say goodbye, could you please tell our listeners where they can find and follow you? And we'll also put this in the show notes. Our website is nmh.events. Instagram, it's Nikki Maporus Hyder. Again, nmh on Instagram. So have a look and have a follow. Thank you so much again, Nikki. I wish you and NMH all the very best. Thank you so much for having me. If you enjoy our conversations, please like and subscribe. See you next Wednesday.